This is Strictly Sports with John Pinho. On the 26th of January this year, the sports world received a great shock when basketball legend Kobe Bryant passed away. I'm sure you heard his name growing up or that of Michael Jordan, Tim Duncan, Magic Johnson and more recently uh, LeBron James and Stephen Curry. All these guys have one thing in common, basketball. I'm sure you've always wondered about the rules of the game because we all know it's not as straightforward as football. Well, that's why I'm here, to give you a crash course on a sport that has given us arguably the greatest team sport player of all time, talking about Michael Jordan. You're welcome to another episode of Strictly Sports. My name is John Binho, the hard tackling and the super dynamic David Maestro, a combination of Makalele and Javi, Glicante and Andre Pelu, weight intensity and tenacity, midcraftness and gap. I'll be your pilot for today. Uh, you know, this is the second episode of my new series, Sports for People Who Hate Sports. Today's focus is on basketball. You're listening to Strictly Sports with John Binho. Now you wonder, what is basketball? Basketball is a team sport. We've got two teams of five players each trying to score by shooting a ball through a hoop that is elevated 10 feet above the ground. The game is played on a rectangular floor called the court and there is a hoop at each end. Now, the court is divided into two main sections by the mid-court line. If the offensive team puts the ball into play behind the mid-court line, it has 10 seconds to get the ball over the mid-court line, that's into the opponent's half. If it doesn't, then the defense gets the ball. Once the offensive team gets the ball over the mid-court line, it can no longer have possession of the ball in the area behind the mid-court line. So it means you cannot go back to your own half. If that happens, the defensive team or the defense is awarded the ball. Now, the ball is moved down the court toward the basket by dribbling or by passing. The team with the ball is called the offense, while the team without the ball is called the defense. The defense tries to steal the ball, contest shots, deflect passes and garner rebounds. Now, let's talk about uh, the point system. When a team makes a basket, they get two points and the ball goes to the other team. If a basket or a field goal is made outside of the three-point arc, then that basket is worth three points. A free throw is worth one point. Okay, now listen. Free throws are awarded to a team according to some formats involving the number of fouls committed in the half and or the type of foul committed. Fouling a shooter always results in two or three free throws being awarded the shooter, depending upon where he was when he shot. If he was beyond the three-point arc, then he gets three shots. I'll explain that later, don't worry. Other types of fouls do not result in free throws being awarded until a certain number have accumulated during a half called team fouls. I will explain that later. Once that number is reached, then the player who was fouled is awarded a one-on-one -one opportunity. If he makes his first free throw, he gets to attempt a second. If he misses the first shot, the ball is live on the rebound. Now over to the game clock. Each game is divided into sections and all levels have got two halves. In college, we have each half been 20 minutes long. In high school and below, the halves are divided into eight and in some situations, six minute quarters. In the pros, quarters are 12 minutes long. Now, there is a gap of several minutes between halves, gaps between quarters 
are relatively short. If the score is tied at the end of regulation, then overtime periods of various lengths are played until a winner emerges. Also, each team is assigned a basket or goal to defend. This means that the other basket is their scoring basket. You can be scoring your own basket. At half time, the teams switch goals. The game begins with one player from either team at center court. The referee will toss the ball up between the two. The player that gets his hands on the ball will tip it to a teammate. It is called a tip-off. Now for fouls and violations. In addition to stealing the ball from an opposing player, there are other ways for a team to get the ball. One such way is if the other team commits a foul or violation. For personal fouls, it includes any type of illegal physical contact, slapping, holding, pushing, hitting, then come here to fight boxing now. Illegal pick or screen when an offensive player is moving. That is when an offensive player sticks out a limb and makes physical contact with the defender in an attempt to block the path of the defender. We've also got personal foul penalties, where if a player is shooting while uh, being fouled, then he gets two free throws. If his shot doesn't go in, then we've got personal foul penalties, where if a player is shooting while being fouled, then he gets two free throws if his shot doesn't go in. But in a situation where his shot goes in, he only gets one free throw. Now, three free throws are awarded if the player is fouled while shooting for a three-point goal and then missed their shot. If a player is fouled while shooting a three-point shot and makes it anyway, he is awarded one free throw. Thus, he could score four points on the play. Now, inbounds. If fouled while not shooting, the ball is given to the team the foul was committed upon. They get the ball at the nearest side or baseline out of bounds and they have five seconds to pass the ball onto the court. Now there's one on one. If the team committing the foul has seven or more fouls on the game, then the player who was fouled is awarded one free throw. If he makes his first shot, then he is awarded another free throw. Then there's ten or more fouls. If the team committing the foul has ten or more fouls, then the foul player receives two free throws. Now there is charging. An offensive foul that is committed uh, when a player pushes or he runs over a defensive player, the ball is given to the team that the foul was committed upon. And then there is blocking. Blocking is illegal personal contact resulting uh, you know, from a defender not establishing position in time to prevent an opponent's drive to the basket. Then there is a flagrant foul. Violent contact with an opponent. This includes hitting, kicking and punching. This type of foul results in free throws plus the offense retaining possession of the ball after the free throws. Then there is intentional foul, like you're doing a purpose, within you do. When a player makes physical contact with another player with no reasonable effort to steal the ball, it is a judgment call for the officials. Now, technical foul. Hmm. A player or a coach can commit this type of foul. It does not involve player contact or the ball, but is instead about the manners of the game obscenity, foul language, obscene gestures, and even arguing can be considered a technical foul as can technical details regarding filling in the scorebook improperly or dunking during warm-ups. <laughs> now violations, walking or traveling. I remember then growing up, uh, you'd move the ball anyhow, people were like, you traveled or you, you went on a journey. <laughs> Taking more than a step and a half without dribbling the ball is traveling. Moving your pivot foot once you stop dribbling is traveling. Then there is palming or carrying. When a player dribbles the ball with his hand too far to the side of or sometimes even under the ball, then there is double dribble. 
dribbling the ball with both hands on the ball at the same time or picking up the dribble and then dribbling again is a double dribble and there's health ball occasionally two or more opposing players will gain possession of the ball at the same time in order to avoid a prolonged and or violent tussle the referee stops the action and awards the ball to one team or the other on a rotating basis then there's what they call goal tending if a defensive player interferes with a shot while it's on the way down toward the basket after having touched the backboard or while it's in the cylinder above the rim it's goal tending and the shot counts if committed by an offensive player it is a violation and the ball is awarded to the opposing team for a throw-in. Then there's backcourt violation. Once the offense has brought the ball across the midcourt line, they cannot go back across the line during possession. If they do, the ball is awarded to the other team to pass inbounds. Now time restrictions. The player passing the ball inbounds has 5 seconds to pass the ball. If he does not, then the ball is awarded to the other team. Other time restrictions include the rule that a player cannot have the ball for more than 5 seconds when being closely guarded and in some states and levels, shot clock restrictions requiring a team to attempt a shot within a given time frame. Now the player positions. Center. Centers are generally the tallest players. They generally are positioned near the basket. For the offensive, the center's goal is to get open for a pass and to shoot also responsible for blocking defenders known as picking or screening to open other players up for driving to the basket for a goal centers are expected to get some offensive rebounds and putbacks now the defensive on defense the center's main responsibility is to keep the opponents from shooting by blocking shots and passes in the key area they also are expected to get a lot of rebounds because they are taller now the second position forward your next tallest players will most likely be your forwards. While a forward may be called upon to play under the hoop, they may also be required to operate in the wings and corner areas. Offensive forwards are responsible to get free for a pass, take outside shots, drive for goals and rebound. The defensive responsibilities include preventing drives to the goal and rebounding. Now the third position, the guard. These are potentially the shortest players and they should be really good at dribbling fast seeing the court and passing. It is their job to bring the ball down the court and set up offensive plays. Offensive, dribbling, passing and setting up offensive plays are a guard's main responsibilities. They also need to be able to drive to the basket and to shoot from the perimeter. Now the defensive. On defense, a guard is responsible for stealing passes, contesting shots, preventing drives to the hoop and for boxing out. Now to summarize it all, the five positions in basketball there's the center the point guard the shooting guard the small forward and the par forward all right that's all i will be taking as far as basketball rules are concerned uh if you want to learn more just go online and try to get more by i'm, I'm sure this would help you uh, go a long way uh, in uh, this regard this is strictly sports with jumping help This is where I call it wraps on another wonderful episode of Strictly Sports. Thanks for joining me on this fantastic sports ride. Jambion is my name and I am the super dynamic Griffin Master. Don't forget to spread kindness around wherever you find yourself. Also, practice social distancing. Wash and sanitize your hands and stay safe. Bye for now.